0: Experience Iceland with a stopover on your way from PDX to Europe.
1: Find out more at Icelandair.com.
0: Brothers and sisters, get around! It's time for the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. <laughs>
1: Well, hello, everyone. I am Billy Dees, and this is the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth podcast. My co host, as always, is Sugar Shane. What's up, man? Spiffy. Doing good, man. Can't complain. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that. I can complain, but nobody listen anyway. Mm, you know how nah. that is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Want to welcome our listening audience, whether you're listening live or listening to us uh, at a later time on um, you know some sort of on demand, whether it be uh, uh, streaming it or what have you, you can find the Sanctuary of Sweet Tooth podcast on Twitter at Sweet Tooth Radio. We're also the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth podcast on Spreaker. If you have the Spreaker app, you can live. Uh, what is it? Uh, chat. Chat. Right. That's what I'm sure. looking for. Chat with Sugar Shane while we're on the uh, the air. Um, I don't uh, I, I don't have access to that when we're on, but um, Shane does. I try to monitor the Twitter account when we are on live. We are on live two times a week. The first time is Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then again on Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can live tweet us any of that good stuff. Um, how was your weekend, Shane? Worked. Other than yeah, that, an
0: sure. eventful. uneventful. Um, did watch Rampage. Oh, really? Man, it was good. I mean, it made. Really? Oh, yeah, it made Jurassic. I mean, it still got your, you know, them kind of. It wasn't so much them creating animals, it was a chemical that affected the animals. But, um,. <laughs> But it was good. Uh, I mean, it had a great story. I was kind of wary of it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I was. Especially after seeing Jurassic World 2. But um, it was good. It was very, very well done. It was. I, I would definitely watch it again. It was good. I, when I I got to
1: be honest with you, that looked uh, like a good one to miss. I just...
0: Oh, uh, it uh, like... Uh, Ellie, Ellie said she loved that movie too. Yeah, it was good, man. It's, yeah, give it a, give it a chance if you get a shot. I mean, it's not that bad. It's not that bad at all. It's actually very humorous too. It's got some good humor in it here and there. So it's actually yeah. got some funny. It's got some good funny one liners. I've
1: been kind of uh, interested in that uh, the new Mission Impossible. That looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah,
0: that's. I got a trailer for that tomorrow night. Mission Impossible Part Thirty Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. This
1: one apparently uh, is getting good reviews. It's getting really good reviews. It's got a real high score on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I like uh, the the, uh, the concept of the Mission Impossible. When I was a little boy, I watched the series. Do you remember the series? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I've watched it a few times back in the day. I mean, I wasn't alive, or if I was, if I was just a kid when it came on. But I've seen reruns. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. I mean yeah, yeah, like, yeah.
1: Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I always, um, I, I always felt that the the premise of the TV show was was good. I I, I kind of like that. You know, where you, you you know, here's your mission if you choose to accept it, and then yeah. this mess
0: self destruct and all that. I always and, liked to Get Smart better though. Well, oh, yeah, I loved Get Smart. Man, I was a big fan of that. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I missed
1: the last mission. I'm gonna have to maybe rent it uh, or stream it, whatever. Uh, one where he's hanging out of the airplane. Oh, yeah. I, I would, that's a pretty good one too.
0: Well, yeah, you- to be honest, I haven't seen any of them, really. And I, and I and I don't mean to knock them because I haven't seen them. So I do. I'm just not a huge Tom Cruise fan. I mean, I do like some of the stuff he's done, but sure. I, but I do want to go back and see them just so I can give them a chance. So what I'm going to have to do, because I don't even know what order they're in. I couldn't even begin to tell you. So so I'm going to Google, find out what order to watch them, and I'm going to start watching them a little at a time and see if I actually like them. Because I I probably would like them because I like the Jason Bourne movies. Love those movies. So I probably would like it.
1: Well, he always um, um, does a lot of his own stunts. Yeah. And the one movie, uh, the, the last one I saw in the theater... Was that one where he's where he's uh, hanging from that wire uh, outside of that building in Dubai, the tallest building in the world? And uh, I mean, it's when when you see it on a big big screen, it's just incredible that he was actually out there, you know, doing that. Right. And uh, prior to the movie, there was you know things online where a lot of the people who worked in that building had their phones and they were you know, and he was waving to them while he was hanging. Out <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: so you know that was pretty cool. And, uh, I will have to say this though. I've been doing a little bit of documentary watching. I watched this one, Going Clear, on HBO. And uh, now this is not to go to his film credit. I'm not talking about that. What he does on the movies is different. But, man, I saw an interview with him the other day talking about that Scientology, man. Oh, yeah. You're talking about a damn A1 Coop, man. Yeah. I'm talking about. There's a laugh I use in that when I made my movie trailer that I use because it sounds spooky. I had to put it. I mean, he is. It's weird, man. I don't even know how to explain it. It's some weird shit. And uh, I've been, I've been, I don't know. When I get into a phase, I just try to study stuff and watch stuff. I've been that girl from King of Queens. I've been watching the doc, some of the stuff from her. From oh she yeah, was yeah. Talking yeah. about even Thank the you. guy David Miscarriage. What, the guy that started it, or not started it, <laughs> Hubbard started it, but he's the one that took it over. Right. His his dad left the church and wrote yeah. a book about it. I mean, it's a, man he he took his daddy backstage, not Tom Cruise, but the guy, the other guy's son. This is his dad now and railed him for fifty five minutes. Damn. Yeah bitching at him about stuff, and the interviewer asked him, he said, didn't it ever come through your mind, run through your mind, did I change this guy's dappers? He said, yeah, of course it did. I'm like, yeah, it would have to. Yeah.
1: Well, here's where uh, um, I, I, I like Tom Cruise in general. I, I believe that he has, he's never taken his position as one of the top movie stars for granted. I've never, I don't recall him doing a walkthrough movie. Like a lot of them did when they get so famous that they just feel that their appearance on screen is going to be enough to keep the audience True. happy. And they, and they do these walk-through roles. He's, he hasn't done that. He has put, uh, he trains every day and he does a lot of it. He broke his leg on this last movie. They actually had to stop the filming for several months. <clears throat> oh, wow. Yeah, that scene where you see him jump in between buildings uh, That's and he doesn't make it. That's actually where he broke his leg for real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, um, I, I feel that he, he, he's, he, he puts his heart and soul into that, and he's getting paid accordingly. Um, and as far as him being a nut, here's my, here's my take on that. Uh, a lot of those actors and a lot of those artisan types have some pretty weird beliefs. Um, and I, I, as you know, I'm kind of shaky on religion as it is, especially those made-up ones. And uh, so I, I can't say I'm, I'm totally behind Scientology to say the least. However... Here's my point. Um, Tom Cruise, as far as I know, has never been arrested for drug abuse. No, he's ne- he, he's never beat the hell out of women. He's never raped anybody. Uh, he he hasn't berated police officers like a lot of these other stars have. I could go on down a long list here, but he jumped up and down on a couch because he was in love with a pretty girl. So he's obviously
0: a nut. That's not the part that gets me to nut. The part that gets me to nut is he won't even see his own daughter. Because, I, I don't know what the truth is. Uh, yeah, 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 I, don't think, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. And because they, they separate from their... If, if you leave the church, they, they pretty much uh, put you as an outcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for instance, this guy I was talking about that his dad left. Whenever he was in the church, he got accused of some kind of rape charge, and his dad said he didn't do it. And the right. church and the church backed him one hundred percent. his son came in and said, "We're going to take, we're going to use the church, and we're going to back you." And all that. Well, he didn't get nothing. He got out of it. Well, right. after he left the church, now the church is trying to claim those charges were real. Hmm. So that's what I'm saying. And once you leave, oh, a man, you have to do some study, dude. These people are nuts. Uh, I, I, I know I know about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, any, anything where a man, and, and Jack Casey will tell you, he said himself that the Scientology was started on a bet. That Ron Hubbard was told, he told everybody, I bet you I can start a religion. And he started it on that mess. Because if you, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, their concept is good when you keep it down to the root. The root is no war, peace, all this good jazz, and it's good to that point. But then once you get past that point, it gets into crazy. Like for instance, the reason why all these rich people are in it is because there's there's a tier system. You have to pay each tier in order to become an elected member. And I forget, I saw the top tier, but I forget what it was. But it was a few hundred thousand dollars you have to pay. Oh yeah, to yeah. get awarded that. Well, hell, you gotta be Tom Cruise to be a member because hell, I couldn't do it. it isn't uh,
1: John Travolta in that? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's in it. Yeah. So is uh, I don't
0: know if she still is, but Kirstie Alley was too. Yeah, that's
1: what I've heard. Yeah, there's been a number of them. Um, yeah, well, you know, uh, I, I people are free to believe what they want. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, it don't bother me. I, I, uh, but I do have a problem with, uh, you know, people being indoctrinated into that type of thing. Right. That That's a, you know that's another thing entirely. That's
0: what worries me is I think it's a future cult. I mean, it's a cult already in my view. But I think it's headed down the road of some Waco shit. I've said it before because I watched a documentary on them one time, and the, and the fence, where the buildings are at, the fence is actually designed to keep you in, not to keep you people out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, and, and, I, and, that, I, and one of the interviews I listened to the other day, they were talking about this was uh, the dude's niece. The David guy, his niece, left the church. And before she left, she said they what they would do is they would get the kids up at 6.30 in the morning. They had to be in uniforms and all this. And because one of the boys was late one time, they dumped a bucket of ice water on him. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they they they, they, they mistreat people. I've seen an interview where they beat the shit out of one guy. <laughs> David himself came in there and beat the hell out of him. I'm talking about with yeah. a stick. Yeah. So, I mean, I know no, believing religion is one thing. <laughs> Having faith is one thing. That's okay <laughs> if you want to have faith. But when you come at me with a stick, I would have never been a member anyway because if I even have an interest in religion, I study everything. And if I would have walked in the door and the very first thing they do is give you a booklet and tell you it cost you 50 bucks in order to read that booklet and become a member, I would have walked out the door right then. Yeah. Because anybody. Well, you t- know, that's, yeah. <laughs>
1: what is it about Scientology that's got you all worked up, Shane?
0: Oh, I just don't. I just think it's crazy <laughs> as hell. I, well, I, I, uh, they're I mean, by you know, far,
1: they're by far not the only religion that you oh, get yeah. a lot of uh, but, with. Yeah, yeah, I
0: agree. I mean, I think a lot of religions are crazy. But yeah, when
1: you, know, you, you know, better you renounce your beliefs.
0: But uh, yeah. I, yeah, I just when you tell someone they got to leave their family, yeah. and they got to be shut in and if you leave the the religion they have outcasts there's been people that have left the religion that have been like shunned met out in public and scorned yeah all kinds of shit i must do that too yeah oh yeah that's a whole other nutville zone there and
1: and i have a problem with any any belief system that uh you you know calls for a greater good than yourself uh, and what I mean by that is that's essentially... A, people interpret that as a good thing. Um, but what it really is, is is every every suicide bomber in the world was, was doing it for something greater. Okay? Right. And you start saying there's something better than life itself. That makes me a little nervous. Because that can be a very dangerous pill depending on how it's prescribed. Um, faith can move mountains, but it can fly planes into buildings. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah,
0: you got kooks and everything. That's not what I'm saying. But when I'm, to me, it's just odd when a religion started from a science fiction book. And you can claim all books are science fiction. That's fine. But when it started from a science fiction book, and then it goes and blows into this, and it's just—I it, remember
1: uh, when I was real young. I remember Dianetics being a—that uh, was a like a almost like a self-help book that a lot of people were. For passing around at that time,
0: yeah and, to, uh, oh yeah, I've never read it. That's one book I haven't never read. I have to admit, yeah, So, anyway, anyway, um before we get on to
1: the trump stuff today which was was which was actually pretty significant, and it's pretty yeah. odd day, something <laughs> pretty significant, but, but there's uh, the, 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 here's a story for you um now uh, this happened in uh, somewhere around Massachusetts. I'm not sure if it was New Hampshire or where it was. But anyway, this guy uh, went into a, uh, a Planet Fitness. And you know they have that judgment free zone there. Yeah. Okay, where they judge you. But well, apparently, this judgment free zone has its limits. Okay, because police say this guy was walking around naked in the gym. Oh, Lord settling in on the yoga mats. Yeah, that's Police where I want to see it. Police arrived at the <laughs> place to find him on his knees in a yoga-type position. Mm. He was arrested without incident. Now, this is according to a uh, CBS local in Boston. And uh, the only statement he made was that he was under the impression that this was a judgment-free zone. It's, Jim didn't Go- say clothes-free. Yeah. <laughs> the patron said that his naked exercises made them feel disgusted, sick, and unsafe. Uh, but anyway, this isn't like a major crime, but it just... Uh, Well, I mean,
0: judgment-free zone, yeah, I can understand. I mean, you know, to have that. But the man has to know that even in a judgment-free zone, there has to be some kind of damn lines to be drawn. And sitting there naked in public. Naked as a jaybird. Yeah, that's probably not a good call. I mean, it's called a judgment-free zone, not a common-sense-free zone. He doesn't have any, evidently, if he really thought that was okay. Right, right, right. I mean, we still have laws in this country that have to be upheld, and, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's a judgment-free zone or not. I, right. mean, yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> uh, I couldn't imagine walking in there and seeing that. I don't know what I'd have probably done. I'd probably busted out, ass laughing. Wow. I probably, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have probably, I'd have probably, I'd have, I'd, have, I haven't had. I'd have gave him a couple of double looks, but I'd have probably started laughing, like, what the hell is this cat doing? <laughs>
1: oh, man, all right. Um, on a more serious note, uh, did you
0: follow this thing with Trump and Iran today? I did for, I did just recently, about a few hours ago, I started catching on to it through, well, through Twitter. I okay. saw his, I saw his tweet. And then I started researching some other stuff that had been said and why he tweeted that. And I saw Bette yeah. Medler bitching about it. Oh, well. Yeah. She's a coop too. Uh, apparently, um,
1: the president, I'm, I'm not sure if it's the president or what his exact title is in Iran, uh, made a comment, uh, something on the order of, um, you know, peace with Iran is the mother of all peace, but war with Iran is the mother of all wars. Um, this has been interpreted as uh, some of the possible sanctions in, in response to some of the sanctions that the United States might put on Iran um, that the Obama era uh, took off. So, in caps, Trump tweets something to the effect of, never ever threaten the United States again. Uh, consequences, the likes of which throughout history have n- ever been have ever been suffered before i'm not sure that's
0: uh, so anyway um, yeah, uh, yeah. might have been, say, might have been a little much on the explanation of the tweet uh, with the whole history shit but uh, we are I, no longer a country that will stand
1: for your demented words of violence and death be cautious is what he part, said that
0: part don't bother me I don't have no problem with him tweeting that. The part of you know the history shit, I don't. You know that would have been a little bit excessive. But hey, you know. But the other part doesn't bother me at all because it's like Beth Miller was saying, or Beth Miller tweeted in response. To, she tweeted in response to that something along the lines of, uh, "Well, Twitter, please remove this violent field tweet from the page and this shit." And I'm like, first of all. And I even put this, I tweeted this. I know she probably don't read shit because she probably don't have time to, but she got time to tweet 2,500 times a day. But I put, you know, it's funny that you say this because if Obama, and there's no disrespect to Obama, if Obama, Bill Clinton, anybody in the past, probably most of them, would have done this same thing, they would have rallied right behind him and never said a damn word. Yeah. But because he said this, now he's a hate monger and whatever, violent you can't let people say shit about your country and threaten shit and just be like, you know, water off a duck's back. That's that's yeah. that's stupid as hell. So no, yeah. I don't think he was wrong. This is one time I give him you know, he said the right thing. Because you can't let that shit happen. Iran, as I've said before, is a threat. Sure. They are nothing they are not one to be messed with. Not only on themselves alone, but their allies. That's just something you can't take for granted. Yeah. You can't think they're just a couple of people out there in the middle of the desert, you know, and they ain't got nothing but a couple of rocks to throw. That's not the case. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, they they, they've advocated for you know some pretty violent things. I don't know about this particular leader, but. You know, in the past, there have been quotes about wanting Israel to fall into the sea and referring oh, wow. to Americans as devils, and uh, you know, which is fine. Uh, but uh, you know, th- this type of rhetoric. <laughs> I like is, the way
0: you said that. It's like, which is fine. Yeah, which is fine. They can say whatever
1: they want. Uh, you know, you can't get upset about these things and, and uh, you know, cry about them. Uh, but my only point would be, I- I'm not sure if th- these types of tweets are really presidential. I mean, I would, they're, they're very, pre- they're I very th- juvenile in their tone.
0: I think but- they're not presidential in most cases. I mean, I've always never backed up all his tweets. But this one here, like I said, except for the excessive talking about the history of likes the worlds, that was a little bit much. But to me, for him to tweet that they're not, we're not going to put up with it and we're not going to stand by it, I don't believe that's juvenile. I think that's just telling it like it is. Because we're not, we can't put up with shit like that.
1: Well, you know, um, what I was getting at was uh, this was a guy who. This is about a, a, a region of the world. I don't know. And, and I'm, there's some subtext to this. Uh, but uh, the leaders are not fans of the United States. And there's a lot of people who feel that the, the people of Iran really want more freedom, they want more Western like culture. So what a lot of people are saying about this tweet and about him stoking the, uh, the fires over there is, he, you know, he's sending a message that, uh, um, you know, uh, we can shake things up in Iran. We can give the, the people that are there the idea that their, their government isn't absolute, as they often feel that it is, because they are afraid of it. So, um, I mean, there's that part of it. Uh, which is all well and good. But here in this country I just find it odd, this is a country that that whose whose leadership clearly does not like us. He says something strong about them and he's a warmonger. Now if he would have tried to appease them,
0: he would have been a traitor. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just- he can't win for losing. Yeah, He's still. at the point now, if he ever was at any other point, I doubt it, but especially now, he's at the point now, it doesn't matter what he does or says, he could walk up right now and give a kid uh, a candy bar on the side of the road and the Kool-Aid drinking extreme liberals will say he was trying to cause that kid to have cavities and his teeth fall out. That's just the truth. Yeah. I mean, it's gotten that. it's gotten that damn ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm not the hugest Trump supporter. I'm weary, oh, no, of him. I'm, not, I'm weary of him myself, but I'm not a damn nut job either. Yeah, I'm not going to call everything the man does is he's out to destroy America and all this bullshit. I mean, the fact of the matter is, Benjamin Netanyahu warned about these assholes. As far as I don't mean the country as a whole, I'm talking about the government and the leadership of Iran. I do call assholes, not the people. If they want Western civilization and things like that, that's great, more power to them, and I hope they get it. But as far as the government and the leaders, I don't mind calling them assholes because that's first class what they are. Right. And they, Benjamin Netanyahu, tried to warn about these people a while back, and everybody thought he was nuts and making shit up. Yeah, and he ain't nuts. He knows because he's on. The, he's in the know. He knows what yeah. the hell's going on. That's what I'll stand by that man. He's one of the smartest leaders. I, I hope he stays president over there for a while. Yeah, but, but uh, no. But anybody that knows anything about Iran knows they've never been a friend of America. But it's like Ellie says, they want to call us devils and we're a one pieces of shit over here. But they don't mind reaching that hand out to grab a few bucks. Yeah, I wouldn't give them shit. Yeah. That's exactly what they'd get. If they told me they wanted something, I'd tell them what my father-in-law says. Shit in, your hand, shit in one hand and hold out the other see and uh, see which one fills up first. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't get my damn thing. Because that, right. and people say, well, they're trying to keep peace. You can't keep peace with some people. Man, don't you realize that? What in the hell is it? I mean, world peace? Yeah, that's all great, oh, and all that's all a good pipe dream. Maybe down the road after I'm dead and gone in three thousand years from now. But the fact of the matter is, there's some people you're never going to keep peace with, and trying to give and giving them money is not going to make peace.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If anything, giving them money is going to help them build more weapons to cause no peace.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So no, I I, I I wouldn't give them shit. That's just me. I'm not the president, so it's probably a good thing I ain't. But right well <laughs>
1: I'm with you on I, I uh, I've never understood why the the United States continues to feed mouths that bite our hands right you know uh, so I, I you, you got you got me there while we're on the subject of Trump he also uh, made another uh, bit of news today he threatened to revoke the security clearance. And this is according to NBC News, former CIA Director John Brennan, NBC News contributor, uh, excuse me, uh, former FBI Director James B. Comey, CIA Director Michael V. Hayden, former National Security Advisor Susan Rice, former Director of National Intelligence James R. Clapper, and former FBI Director, Deputy Director Andrew McCabe. Um, so uh, interesting there. Um, some of these people already ha- do not have security claims I will, clearance. I would aid.
0: hope no, because ho- I mean, I'm not trying to interrupt you, but I would hope so because you said they're former. Yeah, uh, yeah, but a lot of them retain it. Oh, my God. That's kind yeah, of so
1: stupid. I, I believe James... I could be wrong about what I'm about to say here, but I, I, I'm pretty sure James Comey no longer has it uh, because of the way that he uh, left his position. Um, but um, uh, over the the others here, um, it's not uncommon for major directors of these security agencies to, re- to retain their security clearance because they are often called in uh, to counsel their replacements. So, like, if uh, I'm the new one and you're the old one, I might call you up and say, Hey, Sugar Shane, i got this little problem over here. So I've mean, I got to be able to discuss it with you to get your advice. Mm. Okay? Um, but with that being said, the argument against it is that people who have former... Uh, have had former positions but still have their security clearance. Uh, they use it as a uh, a medal of credibility, okay So they have more credibility uh, speaking of uh, their political views because of the fact that they have national security clearance because the presumption is they know something that we don't. And the other thing is is that this also gives them kind of a a meal ticket. In that, if they want to write books or anything else, fiction or otherwise, fiction or nonfiction, the presumption is that because they they have this national security clearance, they can write these worldly books and these all these other things uh, because they have all this information coming to them all the time. Mm-hmm. So the argument against it is that if you're if if you're using your security clearance as a meal ticket, as as a you know a way to get jobs, being a commentator. And especially in Donald Trump's point is, if you're using your security, you're you're no longer with the organization, but you still have security clearance, and you're using that supposed information to make criticisms of a sitting president, then you shouldn't have it. Mm. That's what that's what his point of view is.
0: Well, so what say you on this? I don't have a. I, I, if you're a former. I don't think my point of view is if you're no longer working with them anymore and you no longer have a job there, you should have security clearance anyway. Okay. That's just my view. I don't. I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe whatever, but, I mean, to me, you're just no longer there. I mean, if I work, for like at my job, for instance, no, it's not national government, but whatever. If I'm working my job and I get fired tomorrow, I'm not going to have the damn passcode to get in the fucking back door no more. I mean, they're not going to let me in no more. I, I got to go through the front door like everybody else. Right. So, to me, that's kind of stupid. I don't know. Maybe I'm not in the know, and I don't have everything they know. I might be. I'm not a damn lowly old son of a bitch. But the fact of the matter is, it right. just don't make sense to me that if somebody's gone, they've been released, or they leave of their own free will. If they're no longer working for the government, they shouldn't have government clearance. That's just me. Yeah. Uh, And I'm not backing him in any way, shape, or form by his threats. By his threats. I I don't care who the president is. To me, this should have been policy fucking long time ago. I mean, this should have been policy back got, yeah, back when Lincoln was in fucking office. I just don't make you sense are, to me. You are
1: worked up tonight.
0: I mean, it yeah. just don't make sense to me. I mean, I mean if Abraham Lincoln, was pre- when he was president, if somebody comes in and says, hey, I'm not working for you anymore there in the government, their security, whatever they used for security clearance back then, whether it was two sticks or what, that should be taken away. Yeah. That should be gone. I mean, hell, I mean, I'm not, like I said, I'm not backing Trump. It's just, this makes what common sense to me. So, I mean, I'm not hating on him. I mean, I don't know what, I mean, maybe he's trying to get back at them. I'm not saying that's not the case. He may be using right. this to try to get back at them and be hateful and whatever the case may be because sometimes he's been known to do that. But. Mm-hmm. Like I said, for me personally, I think this should have been something that should have been done a long damn time ago. I mean, when you're fired, you're gone. Why the hell would I let you have clearance to the damn government offices or whatever the hell the case may be? And you ain't working here. I mean, that just don't make sense. You're just setting yourself up for damn espionage. Yeah, You're setting yourself up for shit. Because what if you leave It's a You know, let's just say you leave but you don't show it. You're, you know, pissed off. Yeah. You can try to do anything. Yeah. So no, I just to me it's stupid. But I mean, hell, I don't know. But I'm not. I'm not a government official. It just don't make sense to me. Maybe I don't know as much as they do. I'm sure. But
1: yeah, well, you know, I'm. I'm going to say that if let's say for example you're a CIA director, yeah, and you leave office and you get your uh, your security clearance revoked, chances are you're going to know things that are relevant for many many years anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. It's not like uh, the, the stuff that you found out last week is
0: all of a sudden null and void. Well, I can you know, understand so. that. Knowing and using is two different things, though. Right. I mean, he might know a lot of shit, but if he ain't got the clearance, he can't use anything or, you know, to do anything
1: well, he can't, with it. He, well, he none of these people can reveal classified information, period. Oh, okay. That's, okay. That, that okay. isn't what this is about. This oh, is just... So yeah don't. this is just about because of the fact that people know that you have that clearance and, and let's say for example i have uh security clearance okay and you ask me what what do you uh, what's your opinion about uh, what uh, donald trump's policy is with uh you know uh, china okay and i give my opinion and everybody knows that i have security clearance well the 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 the, the idea is 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 because of the fact that i have that security clearance people are going to give my opinion more credence because they feel that i know something that they don't oh okay but it's not a matter of me revealing secrets no none of these people can reveal secrets whether they're cleared or not if you if you have classified information revealing classified information
0: is a crime yeah i should make you a traitor right off the rip yeah. something like that so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I can understand probably what he is doing, like I said, is probably just trying to get back at people because, I mean, he's been doing that since he's been in office. Like I said, I don't support him on everything. I mean, hell, I mean, there's a lot of shit he's done I think is crazy. So, yeah, so this could be just his way of trying to get, per se, vengeance. And if that's the case, that's dumb as hell. Right. You know, no need for that. But Comey, I wouldn't want to have Clarence. Yeah. No, well, I mean, he's. Yeah, there, there,
1: there's a lot of people who suspect him of being a kind of a goofball, too. So, Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, this is interesting. Um, in Toronto, uh, there was a shooting. Um, and, you know, Canada is not known for mass shootings. No. And, and um, about as many as 15 were hit, uh, two are dead. Mm. And in the video, the dude is just kind of walking down the street, kind of just like, you know, hey, I'm walking down the street. And he reaches into this pack that he's got and pulls out a gun and just starts shooting. I uh-huh. mean, it's, it's really weird. I mean, he, he's just walking down the street like he doesn't have a uh, a care in the world. And um, he just pulls out a gun and starts shooting at people. Um, very bizarre. Wow. Uh, Did they have any reason for him doing it yet? No, no, no. The the guy was killed by police, so they're oh, not going to. Well, yeah,
0: they ain't going to get that there. Unless somebody uh, knows that knows
1: well, that. Yeah, they and So far, their investigation hasn't turned up anything. He doesn't seem to have any, um, you know, affiliations with terror, with organized terror groups. Uh, but he apparently the, he did have some mental health challenges. They're they're calling it, including psychosis and depression. Mm. So. And what's interesting, too, is in the process of finding out about this, uh, this shooting, is that uh, this is an escalating problem now for Canada. Wow. Which, by and large, has been uh, a very non-violent society. Right. And uh, so far, you know, incidents such as these, and uh, they've had some stabbings, too, uh, but incidents such as these have doubled in the past year. Damn. So, you know, that's interesting to me because uh, it seems like this uh, phenomenon, we'll call it. Yeah, it is that. I agree. Uh, is, is, is not just limited to the United States. No. Nah. I mean, they've had it happen in Britain. They've had it happen in other places. France. hmm And, um, I, you know, I, we've talked about this before, but I don't recall when I was a young kid these things happening very frequently. I mean, in um, some real odd I, thing happened five years or something like that. But, but now it seems like it's all the time
0: it's happening. Yeah, somewhere. I mean, you had the occasional bombing, you know, like the, you know, like the Oklahoma deal. You had that happen every now and then when we were younger. But, like you said, every five years or so, you'd have something major like that happen. But, I don't recall any shootings when I was a kid, where someone would just walk into a store or a school and just yeah. start laying down damn gunfire and injure a countless number of people and kill a few and all that. I don't remember. I don't remember that at all. Maybe I'm just dumb and don't know. But I'm just telling. I mean, hell, if you know of any that happened, if you know of any that happened like that from the 1990s. Hell, 1990. I mean, really, on back, I don't remember nothing before that. You let me know. Please tweet us. Sweet Truth Radio. Let us know.
1: There was one um, in the 1980s that I remember. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was in the 1980s. Uh, it happened at a McDonald's. Mm. And um, it, I remember it because it was very shocking. There was, you know, I, I couldn't even begin to tell you how many were down, it was a dozen or two. And uh, the, the one uh, uh, point to, that I remember is uh, a picture of the bicycles that were laying on the ground. Because you know how uh, McDonald's, and especially back then, they used to have those little play areas, those little places where kids in the neighborhood would come and play, and they'd go down the slide and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, you know, some of those kids were likely very much blown right off their bicycles. Damn, and uh, that's kind of the first one that stands out to me that really grabbed the attention of the public.
0: Well so it's getting so bad now though like you said that was the first one it was shocking to you because that's why you remember it. but it's getting so bad now and I don't mean this take this to be lax don't mean this way I'm <laughs> I'm trying to make it but they're getting so damn frequent now. And there's so many of them that you can't even separate which one's which. You'll be like, which one was this and that one, and then you know, this school, and oh, no, no. It was, you can't even remember which events was which damn event. Because there's so damn many of them now, I can't separate them. Yeah. I mean, it's gotten that bad. And it is a phenomenon. And you can blame guns, but the same people are here now as there are then. I mean, there's not, I mean, maybe the psychosis has gotten worse. I don't know. Maybe people have gone crazy. I mean, but you know, I don't understand that. I mean, I got my own views, but I don't understand that. There's something fucked up there. That's the best way I know to put it. You know, I. uh, yeah,
1: I, I I grew up with guns. A lot of my friends, their parents had guns. We knew where they were. None of us were ever tempted to go t- grab our parents' gun oh. to go kill a bunch of people. I, no, no, I just no. I don't know why that 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 behavior gets excused. You know, that's you know, that's like saying I poisoned somebody with cyanide, and 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 somebody asked me, well, why did this happen? Was, well, the cyanide was right there, so I figured I might as well give it to somebody. Yeah. You know, that's the same argument that they use with guns. You know, um, so I, I I don't know. Um, it, it's. Uh, <sighs> It, 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 it's an odd phenomenon, like I said. I, I, I don't know if I have the right words for it uh, other than to say that.
0: I mean, what causes it, who knows? Everybody's yes. got their own view on that. But the thing of the matter is, it's not the guns. As I've said before, you could take the guns off the damn face of the earth. You could take all nuclear missiles. You could take all the guns, everything that's explosive, all the way down to damn firecrackers. I don't care. It's the yeah. nature of humanity. That has to change because if you still have those, th- anything, if you still have what's in those people, in those people, whether it be their psychosis or whatever the hell you want to label it, they're still going to kill, whether it yeah. be with a rock or a baseball bat or whatever the hell it is. And then you'd have yeah. those libertarians, or whatever you want to call them, the nuts, the, the extremists, be wanting to ban baseball bats, and they want to ban rocks. Well, how the hell are you going to do that? <laughs> so, I mean, that's just the way it is. Instead of trying to get the items banned, instead of trying to you know blame everything on the makers of products, instead of trying to blame the music, instead of trying to blame the damn television, instead of trying to blame all damn video games, Why don't you first look at the damn person doing it and realize, hey, the common denominator here is the fucking people. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) That's the common denominator, not the damn fucking guns, not all the damn TV shows all over the world. I could sit and watch damn... Heavy metal videos from now until the sun come up tomorrow morning. Guess what? My head's going to hurt, and I'm going to be sick at my fucking stomach. But guess what? I'm not going to grab a gun and go out and shoot some son of a bitch because I watch music videos all night.
1: (laughs) Well, did you drink a lot of coffee?
0: I done had had one good cup, yeah. Yeah, okay. (laughs) <laughs> but I'm just saying it boils down to common sense And some people, people yeah. want to bitch about shit And they don't even know what they're talking about Psychology yeah. as a whole now in this country sucks Don't mean to be mean But it sucks What they're teaching in these schools Suck Yeah. I'm not saying all psychologists are bad But a lot of it ain't nothing but a bunch of shit Yeah. And that's it because they don't oh, know what the hell they're talking about. Sorry, didn't mean to get on a rant about that, but it just pisses me off when everybody wants to blame everything. Because we live in, a, we live in an age that's not only an age of entitlement, but we living in an age where nobody wants to take any fucking accountability for their own damn actions. They want to blame everybody yeah. and everything, but they don't want to look in the damn mirror. Damn yeah. I'm good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> There you go, man. All right. Um, one quick thing here before we wrap, wrap things up, I'm gonna ask you your opinion about something because you went to uh, broadcast school much more recently than uh, when I was in school. Right okay, when I back in the when I was uh, d- doing broadcast, uh, you know, preliminary work. Uh, black and white TVs were the thing. So, Damn. I'm just, jo- I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I know you ain't that much older than me, Jesus <laughs> And and movies had sound. Oh wow! Um, I, I, this uh, was interesting to me. I was I was watching the news, and I know they tell you guys in, in in your in your broadcast school that you always end your broadcast with a smile. I know that's a big. Thing. You always smile. You oh see. yeah. Okay. Well, here, here's here's here, here's the thing. Um, they had breaking news on on the. Uh, on the news, and this was a somewhat of a local broadcast. I'm not going to call out the exact thing, but just it was a local broadcast uh, up in, from Cleveland, I believe it was. And uh, a little boy had uh, they just were getting word during the during the during the newscast that uh, a boy had drowned somewhere up there, and uh, rescue teams were trying to get the body. Okay, so uh, before they sign off. The anchor and the uh, weather person are are standing on camera. And they say, uh, uh, be sure to join us at 11. And we're going to have more news about the breaking story of the drowning bull. And and then they they both get this smile on the face. And so join us at eleven. We'll be back. And don't forget the weather with so and so. I, I just thought David, that was an odd way to end the newscast by, by by talking about a little boy who had just drowned. But join us at eleven for the weather too. It just it, yeah. I, I, it, 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 can you imagine being that family? and and hear about your child passing in such a a matter-of-a-fact way. I mean, I I understand that's how you're supposed to close the show. Yeah. The final word is, we're going to have more news about the drowning at 11. I'm going to leave it go there.
0: Yeah, uh, that's some poor teaching. That's a poor – I don't know why they want to teach it that way. Um, I don't agree with it. Because, if we you know, if we're telling a joke on here or we're telling a funny story, that's one thing. But when we're telling something that's serious and it's, you know, catastrophic or whatever the case may be, it shouldn't be made light of.
1: And, and you know what else I don't like? Uh, speaking of, of, of news, I, I don't care if, um, as a teaser, a half hour before the news, sh- uh, let's say you're watching some program on at 10 o'clock. And at ten thirty, they have a little break, and, and uh, there's a teaser for the news. Join us at eleven o'clock and find out what happened with the Browns today. Okay, that, I don't I don't have a problem with that, or I don't have a problem with them saying you know join us at eleven. We have this report on you know the the best ways to lose weight during the summertime. Okay, I I, I don't have a problem with that. Right. But w- w- when I when I when I when they break and say. Join us at 11, and we got all the details about this woman who was raped on 34th Street. You know? Uh,
0: that's the yeah. details for you at 11? It's like they're excited to tell you about it. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> We're uh, stoked. We're stoked. We got to tell you about this shit. Yeah,
1: I, I have a problem with somebody's tragedy. I have a problem with, with somebody who's been the victim of a crime or a bad accident with their story being used as a teaser. Yeah. I, I, I just correct me if I'm wrong.
0: Right. Oh, I agree. I agree. I mean, you shouldn't use that as a way to try to get people to watch the news. I agree. You should use something that's, you know, lighthearted. Although we don't have a lot of that news anymore, they don't share a lot of that news. I say that. I think there's more out there than people want to let on. But they know if we had a whole half hour or an hour of nothing but good news, most people wouldn't tune in. That's the sad state of this fucking world. Yeah. I, mean, if- well,
1: I, I remember this one, and here again, it's, it's, it's all in how you present things. It's different if you would say, join us at 1030, um, police you know, have made an announcement about a potential serial rapist in such and such a neighborhood, join us for the details. Because that warns the public, and if people want to get the details, they know to turn in. That, that, that's different. Okay, but I, I, there was this one uh, teaser that I remember a couple years ago, a number of years back because it really stood out to me as tacky. But they had this, this map on the screen, and they said there's, there's been a rape here, here, and here. And they, they drew like this Bermuda Triangle thing, and they had the screen flash red, you know, like like a police flasher. They had the this, this screen flash red, and they had this reverb voice going, Tune in at 11 to find out if you live in the rape zone.
0: Oh, my God. I'm not, that, is, that actually happened. Jesus. <laughs> God <laughs> almighty damn. Yeah,
1: and, and what gets me is some program director approved that.
0: Yeah, yeah, he had to. All wow. right, let's say about that. Yeah, that is, that is true, man. I, I I don't agree with that at all. I don't, you know, something like you're talking about, you know, sometimes the news is what it is. So you know, if it's happy, go lucky. I think you should be in the monologue of the news itself. If the su, if the news is sad, you didn't see Walter Cronkite taken for instance, when he gave the news about JFK's killing. Right. He didn't get on now. Everybody just knows anything about JFK. If you've ever watched the old footage, you've got it. M- Seared in your brain. I got it in my brain. I wasn't even alive in when he takes yep. his glasses off and he put, bows his head down. And he announces. Oh, yeah. it. He wasn't sitting there jumping up and down, going, "Hey, Kennedy's been shot." He he wouldn't do it all that. You know, it has to fit the mood and the monologue of your voice and the tone of in which you deliver the news should match the news thereof not be laughing and cutting up and joking or making it out like you're trying to get some kind of big brand out there like you're promoting a damn product you know so yeah I agree with you wholeheartedly that's a bad with the media so changed so much man it's all bad all the way around the way it's went um, we've, we've discussed that on here we, I don't even want to get into the long drone out of that but that's just yeah. it's went to shit I mean the media nowadays on all sides liberal conservative it don't make a shit well, it's yeah, all right. it's all went to nuts <laughs> Yeah, are you going to get to sleep tonight, Shane? Uh, I'm not going to bed right now. I'm just going to make me a big ass bowl of popcorn, <laughs> drink me a big tall glass of sweet tea. I got up before. Top? I got up before four thirty in the morning. And I'm still going to go eat popcorn. I'm going to be totally good yourself good. Some
1: yeah. turkey. <laughs> <laughs> you find you make yourself a turkey sandwich and a glass of milk, man. Make something that's going to make you relax and good at sleep. That's
0: what I mean, man. but it called me the other day, and she goes, I, was, I called her. She want me to call her, so I called her. She said, all right, I'm setting up the menu for when y'all come down. We're leaving like a little over a week. Yeah. And she said, uh, for when y'all come down. I said, yeah, okay. She said, what, do you want a turkey or a ham? I said, well, I'll take a turkey and a ham. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to bake the turkey. I think my brother's going to bo- uh, smoke the pork. So, oh. Yeah, it'll be good. He's good on because he's good on a smoker. But, uh, yeah, I'm rare. It was a good show, though, yeah. I, I didn't mean to get all up, pumped up, but hey. Uh, I was the
1: I just want to tell everybody we're on again um, this week. Our This podcast is on again um, live Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And in the meantime, your new show with your crew is on tomorrow night, and that's called In Layman's Terms, correct? In these layman's terms, yeah. In these layman's terms, okay. And that's on from 8.30 to 10, and you're in your beta phase. We know that. You're getting things uh, uh, lined up.
0: Right. But we're going we're gonna to try to fix the sound tomorrow night, and I'm actually trying to get a shoot to shot, uh, take a shot at trying to start 8 tomorrow. The only reason being I'm playing with the time a little bit to see if we can go 8 to 10. i We had a pretty good bit of live listens last week, and really? I'm trying to see if we can get some more live listens to get the listens up to get people to grab on, you know, because I don't know exactly why. You know, if you, if you started in a mid at 8.30 and we had that many, maybe we could get some more if I start at the top of the hour. So I'm trying to see what happens there. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, we'll be on tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Uh, this on, uh, it's on this same format here. You can find us in these layman's terms, and uh, just hit that link at 8 o'clock tomorrow night, and we'll be on. Got a good show planned. I know they got a few things. Uh, Jack Casey was already saying you took one of his stories with the Massachusetts naked guy. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, I, I thought, well, we can still use it. He said, Nah. <laughs> He's good though. But uh, that's all right. There's plenty more out there. Trust me. Uh, you can go to you can go to the Not the Onion Reddit news, and I'm telling you, man. Every hour, there be some new crazy shit happen. Pop. Oh up. yeah, That's yeah. Like it's getting crazy and crazy. Oh yeah. Well, I ain't got nothing else. You got anything? Yeah, no, we're good, man. All right. Well, good show, man. I enjoyed it. Thanks to all that listened, and uh, we'll listen. We'll have this up and uh, I'll spread it out tomorrow, and we'll be back Thursday night at eleven o'clock.
1: Experience Iceland with a stopover on your way from PDX to Europe. Find out more at Icelandair.com